listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, we've talked about strengthening your social skills and building relationships when it comes to your clients and creating business networks. There's another set of people that you may interact with every day. This group of people in your life may need more attention than they're getting. This episode, I want to focus on the people you interact with every day. Your coworkers. Whether you're working for an agency, you have employees working for you, whatever your situation might be, it's important to bridge the gap to find common ground with people you see and work with frequently. Having a good relationship with your coworkers can make or break the experience at your job. Strategies for Effectively Working with a Team, written by Tina Lamaru. Now, we know you're not going to be best friends with everyone you meet. You can still treat people with the same respect and kindness. Holding an upstanding reputation of being approachable and friendly can help you navigate professional relationships. If you want some tips for the client side of things, check out our episode, Why Being a Likable Agent is Good for Business. We'll have that linked for you in the episode notes so you can listen later. Sometimes working with a team can feel amazing. Being with a group of great minds, bouncing ideas around, tasks getting done at rapid speed. It doesn't always feel like that, though. Sometimes it feels like a group class project and no one but you did the homework. I'm not sure we all loved working on group projects in school. It did somewhat prepare us for working with a team of people later in our careers. It's rare to have a job that keeps you in complete solitude. And insurance agent is definitely not one of those jobs. Here are my tips and practices for effectively working with a team. If you're not a manager, you might not have the authority to plan big team events or make changes. It's likely that management will be open and excited for new team building ventures. And of course, you always have control of what you say and how you act. My first area for team growth is create opportunities for connection. Be proactive about meetings and making connections. Hold regular meetings, whether that's in person or virtually. Even if there's not a lot of business on the agenda, holding a meeting for everyone to socialize and catch up is important for team growth. In our marketing team meetings here at Ritter, we sometimes like to start or end our meetings with a question for everyone to answer, like what your favorite food is or what is a TV show that you're currently watching. This simple practice allows our group of nearly 30 people to find small ways to relate to each other. It helps humanize each other, especially when you find out your coworker likes to binge the same Netflix series as you. You can also plan activities during lunch or outside the workplace. Maybe you choose to have lunch with a different coworker every week to get to know everyone more. Organize a meal for everyone on the team at lunch, or go out to a happy hour or trivia night. When you intentionally plan and go to events like this, you find out that your coworker isn't just someone in a cubicle. They like hiking and have 10 cats. You never know. My next tip is make sure everyone knows what their responsibilities are. As I said before, 
If you're not in charge, this may be something you suggest to your upline. Getting a refresher on everyone's roles will keep the workflow moving smoothly. It's sometimes good to re-explain how the work is divided in the team and to see if any of the tasks need to be reassessed. This is especially helpful if you have a lot of new employees mixed in with seasoned ones. This one also goes with responsibilities. Be on the same page. Share your goals with your teammates. If you're on the same team, you probably have the same, if not similar, goals. Even if they're not the exact same goals, share them with others and find out what theirs are. You all might be able to give advice or help each other achieve them if you know what they are. It's a great way to build camaraderie. Next is be mindful when giving feedback. Lift up or highlight your coworkers and or employees. It's easy to get caught up in pointing out and fixing mistakes. We're all humans in a fast-evolving world. Mistakes will be made. Try not to make a big deal about little mistakes. Yes, they can add up, and if it's a pattern, it definitely should be addressed in a direct way. Looking at a large, well-crafted, well-researched report by your teammate and only pointing out the small errors is a huge blow to self-confidence With small or common mistakes, I like to use a special rule. Whenever we did peer reviews for writing assignments in college, my professor always had a good rule for communicating edits. For every two critiques you have, also present at least one positive thing. This helps balance out your feedback so you have a good set of what they did well and what they need to work on. When working with a team, being open and willing to help will go a long way. But remember, you don't need to cross your personal boundaries for the sake of your job. Your teammates might ask for help with duties that are outside of your job role. It's important not to sacrifice your own quality of work for the sake of helping others. Being open to give advice tips, and help out where it's appropriate can get you in good favor with the people you work with. Did you find these methods helpful? Let us know how you strengthen your team at work. You can do so by sending us an email at asgpodcast at ridderiam.com or by leaving a voicemail at 1-717-562-7211. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next episode. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by me, Tina Lamaru, with script editing by Sarah Rupel and artwork by Vivian Zhao. Please rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify and follow along with us wherever you get your podcasts.